we say that our business is a ministry. 100, yeah. And it's kind of, this conversation's kind of headed that direction now. Mm -hmm. Explain that to people. Once upon a time, there were two dreamers. One was named Abby. How's it going? And the other was named Casey. What's up? Together, they saved the world. Well, kind of. Abby became boss. Casey went to work with her. And then they became best friends. Pretty cute, right? Not to me, though. I'm the type of person that goes for this sort of thing. Anywho, what Abby and Casey were about to discover through real estate, their world was a lot bigger than they knew. I mean, a lot, 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 lot bigger. What's the fine line between you running a business and running a ministry? Is there any level of conflict there? I think for one is not worrying about the money, not worrying about how much you're going to get paid and how many deals you're going to close and keeping that not all looking aside. At, at the percentage of commission on a listing. Exactly. Yeah. If it's the house for your people. Yeah. Go show them the house. Yep. Don't yep. even look at what you're going to get. Yes. Okay. And I think it's wise to have goals, to have goals. Financial we, goals? Financial goals for how many transactions you're going to close every how year. How many people you want to help. Exactly. But that shouldn't be the factor of why you do what you do. I don't want to walk into a listing and say, oh, you're going to be number 40 for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. Taking away your name and giving you a number. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Because exactly. I think a lot of people, not just real estate, but a lot of people in general treat people like that. They devalue them. Yeah. And I don't ever want to get to that point. I want every single client to be a relationship in my life. Right. And along the way, we can look up and see where we're at. But I think just focusing on Jesus in all aspects of our life, but in real estate and our business, I think that's what keeps it a ministry is continually getting into the trenches with our clients and these hard decisions and challenges that they overcome. That's why I do what I do, because I love being with people and praying with them. I don't have all the answers. Right. I don't. I'm. This is my third year in real estate in Arizona. Sure. So, and by the way, nobody has all the answers in any in industry or anything. And yeah. that's my point is like, this all comes back to your business being a ministry. When you represent somebody else and your interests are their interest above your own interest, which is not how much money I make, mm -hmm. but getting you the house. Mm -hmm. And if you get me, you're going to get all of me, regardless of if you paid me my 3%, if you pay me 2%, how much commission am I making? What, what's the price point that I'm dealing with here? I'm not going to treat you different right. when you get me. You get all of me. Exactly. And so therefore, if I don't know something in a transaction, I'm going to mm -hmm. find out. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to learn for you to give you the best representation that I can, I'm going to grow. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to commit to growing so that when people come to me and I represent people and I'm going to give them the best representation that I possibly can, I'm going to find out. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so I sensed that when you were talking and I've watched you do that where you're like you become – I've heard people ask you questions about real estate and I'm like, working with you, I'm like, oh shoot, I don't know the answer to that. And I bet she doesn't. And then you just roll off this answer and I go, did she just totally give them a bunch of BS right now or did she actually know that? And you're like, no, no, I learned that. I researched it. Uh -huh. I checked it out. And I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. that's really cool because I had no idea what to say. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. And I think that's that point where 
when you care more about someone else than what, because here's the thing about real estate. It's the one, one of, I don't say it's the one, it's a job that when people come to you, you have to deal with so much. You have to put money in mm-hmm. before you ever get any back. You have to put money into a listing, into your signs, into your marketing, into marketing their property. All the dues you got to pay every single month. They come up every month. We have oh, yeah. served dues coming up. I don't know if we paid those. We're about to. <laughs> we have all these different things that we have to put in, get their house cleaned, pay for yep. the photos of their house. Yep. And really quickly, you can begin to sit there and try to cut corners on on the service that you offer. Oh, yeah. Save a couple bucks here yep. or there for yourself. And what you're saying and what I hear you saying is I'm not going to cheapen and devalue this person, this listing, just because it's not as much money as the last one or they're asking for less commission because they can only afford to pay a 5% listing versus a six. And and I'm going to I'm going to market their house for three, which means I only get two, Mm -hmm. which means the person that brings the buyers in is going to make more money than me, even though it's my listing. Right, right. Because I want my clients to get the best representation. Exactly. And so that's what I'm saying here. That's what I hear you saying is that I'm going to put them above myself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, after I paid all my money, after I put in all my time, after I've carried people, sometimes for months, mm-hmm. some buyers you have to walk through a credit recovery program. Mm-hmm. You've got to yep. you've got to coach them through. You got to have the hard conversations. You get a call from a lender saying, "Here's why they didn't qualify. Right. Here's here's what you didn't know about that we just found out about that they didn't tell you or me about." And then you have to overlook the ugly. Mm-hmm. You have to overlook the hurt the hurt feelings, mm-hmm. the disappointment for both of you, your yeah. clients and yourself. And then on top of that, at the end of the day, when you get through the actual contract. And the ups and downs and lefts and rights of actually being in contract and trying to close, you get that magical email or a phone call saying, congratulations. We recorded. The the deed is recorded (laughs) on your transaction. And then you get to have the happy time, which you love closing day. I love closing day. And then you get paid. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. And I don't want to make it sound like poor us because it's not poor us. Oh, no, not at all. It's a nice living. Yeah. But. And I just feel blessed that we're so when we do our listings we don't just try to find the cheapest way route possible like who has the cheapest photos where can we get the cheapest signs you want it all to match oh yeah the experience like we sought the marketing out the photographer that we use red hog media yeah they are so good like they do the virtual twilight photos and the virtual tours and staging that virtual staging so you know you got good people when you would use them yourself oh yeah for Mm -hmm. sure and i want to like i think our goal is we want to market their property the best that we can because we want to do it right and your name's on it yep and your face is on it exactly and so that matters too yeah and no matter the price point of the home i think we give value to all of our clients so that being said I want to bring this back to the first question I asked you now that things are a little more loose and a little more relaxed. Okay. What's that fine line, if any, between running a business and running a ministry that is a business? Is there a fine line? Is there conflict? And if so, how do you get past it? How do you deal with it? How does that all land? I think there is conflict if you let there be conflict. Great answer. Because Speak on that. Um, well, we are flesh and blood. We're human. Right. But we're also children of the Lord. And so we live by the Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And so that's why we are the praying realtors, because we want to stay connected to the source in all that we do, not just our business. Mm-hmm. But um, 
when we take it, I mean, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the money. Cars I drive. Right. Car you drive, clothes you wear. Status. Yeah. Do people straighten up when I walk in the room? Right. Do they recognize me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to get caught up in that. And I think the way that you don't is you just stay humble. To sum it up, it's it becomes an issue if you let it become an issue. Right, right. I worked my butt off on this listing. Then the seller decided to go with another agent to Mm. buy another home. And that was when I'm like, God, are you serious? Yep. All that work, all that time. mm -hmm. What happened to the loyalty? Right, right. And what did that do to your heart? It made it first of all, it made me sad to think that he didn't trust me to buy his next home. Right. Did it make you angry? And angry and frustrated and jealous and all those emotions. And those are all natural. Because you're human. Yeah. Right. But I had to pray my way through that. And I'm like, I wasn't the one to help him buy the next home. And I had to surrender that and say, you know what? I did a great job. If not for the money, I I was able to pray with him. Yep. And I had I an impact. Live, I had an impact. Spoke yeah. truth. Yeah. Yep. And that has more value to me than any dollar That's amount. right. And the last thing I'm going to ask you about with this real estate being a, not just a business, but a ministry is how about other agents? Because oftentimes it's like two bulls in a China shop. Mm-hmm. It can be in certain parts of the transaction, meaning the Benzer. Oh yeah. When anytime negotiating comes up. So, so tell me about that a little bit, a little appraisal. How is do you keep real estate as a ministry when you have to be a professional and you have to fight for your clients, mm-hmm. but not make it personal, get nasty? Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you minister to other agents in the midst of a transaction when it gets tough? Yeah. So I have a hard time with that. But mm-hmm. you have to remember who's in charge. And the Lord Abby? is. Oh, no. Oh, the the Lord. Lord is always in control because he right. works things out for the good of those who love him and That's work right. according to his purpose. And that is my scripture that I hold over me personally in our business, because instead of getting offended by what they say for my client, you've been cussed out. Yep. You've been, you've been told you're new and you suck. Yes. You've been told you don't know what you're doing. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. I I'm confident, but I'm confident enough in my own abilities Mm -hmm. that whether or not they believe that I know it's not true. Sure. So whether or not if I, if yes, I am a newbie, I'm two and a half years in. Right. So someone who's been in the industry for 20 years. But one thing that I do know is that I'm confident that I'm representing my client well. I'm honest with my client and mm-hmm. truthful with them. Yep. And if I don't know the answer, I'll research the heck out of it and find it. Right. So I don't think my clients are represented wrong. So when they cuss me out and tell me that I'm a bad agent and I'm a newbie, you know, you got to got to kind of humble yourself and swallow that and you say, ever had to wear it you just wear it you yep. wear it yep, yep. cuz it's not going to help your client to cuss them out nope it doesn't help anybody nope everybody's goal whether it's a lender whether it's a cross agent no matter who it is title agent hey we got an issue with title all right well let's start putting a hand to this plow and let's mm-hmm. get this thing up the hill together to get this thing closed for everybody. Yes. And that's the beautiful thing for me about real estate. That's the ministry part that I love too, mm-hmm. is you bring all these different motives, all these different people with limited representation on every single aspect because mm-hmm. the title agent doesn't represent either side. Right. They're neutral mm-hmm. and they're just going to tell you how it is. Yep. And so you just start pushing and say, let's get this thing done and make everybody uh, do what's best for everybody. Mm-hmm. And this is where I say this, not every transaction is the same. The easy ones offset the hard ones and the hard ones offset the easy ones. Yes. And I say, I use a football analogy with people. 
with agents. I would say this to you agents out there. Just remember this. Some of your transactions are a field goal. You're going to get your six points and you're going to kick your extra point. Boom. You know, three plays, you know, touchdown. There you go. Really smooth transaction. Everybody was happy working together. Both buyers and sellers were happy and it was just butter. Mm -hmm. Couldn't be better. That's a touchdown. Mm -hmm. But other ones are going to be a field goal where all of a sudden you're driving down the field. Things are smooth. Uh Uh-oh, low appraisal. Uh Uh-oh, something happened with the file. Uh Uh-oh. And then anything can happen. Anything and everything can happen. Mm -hmm. Crazy things happen. And your goal then is your drive got stopped. You didn't score a touchdown. Kick a field goal. And then other times it's just an extra point. Mm-hmm. Just get just get the thing closed. Reduce your commission. Do what you got to do, but don't let them fall out of contract. Yeah, not yeah. at the expense of if it's right or not, because they get to decide if they still want the home. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of points built, so you're not deciding for them, but you're saying if this is the house for you, I'll get it. Yep. And we'll get this thing done. Yep. Let's go ahead and pray with anybody who's listening right now. Okay. If you could pray, just a, a like a few minute prayer. Um, because Abby can just pray it down, folks. Oh, you want me to pray? I want you to pray, okay. and then I'm going to bless these people. I want to end every podcast with a blessing over them and their lives and their children and their businesses and anything else that they're doing in their endeavors. So if you go ahead, and then I'll finish. Okay. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for for agents around the world, Lord. That um, Thank you for just bringing us peace to have the opportunity to to be in this industry and um, Lord, I just pray for those agents right now that are struggling and that are looking to you and they don't feel like their prayers are being answered. And God, I just pray that you give them opportunities and give them opportunities to pray with people, give them opportunities to encourage people, even if they don't feel encouraged, Lord. I pray that you provide for them and for their obedience, Lord, that you're faithful when they're obedient and And thank you for everything that you've done in our lives. Your promises are true. You can't lie. Your promises come to pass in the fullness of time, Lord. And God, I pray that if there's anyone out there that does not have hope in their career, in their family, Lord, that you would surround them with people to encourage them because it matters who you surround yourself with. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. That was an awesome prayer. Uh, As I want to do every time we do this and you hear our voice at the sound of my voice on behalf of Abby, this is Casey Chavez, Abby and Casey Chavez at EXP Realty, the praying realtors. Uh, I want to pray this blessing over you and then you go out and do what you do. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift you up and his countenance up on you and give you peace. And may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations to your children and their children and their children. Amen. Amen.